it's lunchtime and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. Live from the Brooklyn Cafe studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat at the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your host, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, or a movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in free, 888-994-4995 right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. I've ever heard. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe, the beautiful Friday afternoon. Yes, Vinny, Vinny, I know, honey. Here, come get your lady. I wanted to show Vinny's guitar off because I always wanted to hold the bass. It's a bass. Here, come and get her because I know he's nervous. Look at you, you can walk right over the cameras too. Why don't you just go over there? What happened to you? It's okay. Here, walk us across. Thank he's, you. Oh there you God. have it. He's very busy. He is very, oh my God. He's very, very busy. He's very scared. Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday to you. Wow, can you believe what a week? And it was a short week. Why does it seem like it's always Friday is all I can tell you. Because sometimes you add things and you keep going and you keep adding and you keep adding. <laughs> you run out of time and you keep adding. Slick, I need you to do me a favor though. I sent you Dear Abby's phone number. I need you to give her a call because she thinks we're still on air. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's still in front of the camera. Yes. She asked, what happened? Did we freeze again? Abby, no, you were fantastic. That was 30 minutes. But why are you talking here? She's not our, on this camera. Maybe she's watching us. So I just wanted her to know. How she did, she be watching? She she's did, looking at her computer. She did an she amazing job. Air. And she's texting me, was it okay? Are we still on air? Did we freeze again? Wow. She says she's so confused. So am I. I know. We're <laughs> Happy Friday. Slick's going to take care of it. Thank you, Slick. I know. Burning down the house. So today is Slick's birthday. Tomorrow, actually, but yes. Today is Slick's birthday. Nobody knows that, do Today Nobody is Slick's that. birthday. Me is ready. All right. So tomorrow is Slick's birthday. We're celebrating it today. Now I have to use more vocabulary. <laughs> and in the house, we brought a New York connection. We got Steve-O and all his crazy friends and family. And Pity. Now, Freddie did not know that was your name, by the way. I'm going I'm to ask you a question, because is your real name? Try to hold on to your horse. Is your, my horse, real, your horse. Name, real name Pity? Like yes. Pity, like I bendito, Pity. Like, yes. P-I-T-T-I, right? P-I-T-T-I, as in the Pity Palace in Firenze, in Florence, so, Italy. So, what is your full name? Because it can't be Pity. It's Michael. Michael Pity. Really? <laughs> Joseph. No, 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 it's not Joseph. The J doesn't stand for Joseph. Yes. Like, are we good? So I thought she was kidding when she told me this. No, the pity is from, from Sicily. Wow. Yeah. It happens. I knew Mae Gaga was from pity. I mean, I had a horrible childhood. People making fun, you know. Your mother's name is Itza. Your mother's father's name is Wada. It's a what pity. What a pity. It, it's <laughs> a pity. What a pity. But you could do stand-up comedy with your name. <laughs> I'm shy. Stop. He's shy. First of all, you play the piano. No, I don't. And you sing. Yes, you do. And we're going to keep bugging you till you do at least one song. I don't actually play. Oh, yeah. You know what he sings? Yeah, I saw him. Just the gigolo. Yeah, I heard yeah. it. Really? Was I was wondering who was playing. That was him. 
Just a gigolo. You should, and you got a great voice. I was playing Faith and Blue Moon. Journey. I was playing gigolo. Who <laughs> <laughs> <Or> was it? <laughs> I was. I mean, they sound alike. I was going to say, I'm listening. I didn't think I heard Just a Gigolo. We, you know, we had named that song when we had the piano player was here doing his music, and Freddie never really quite got that right. He didn't what? name the How song. How many songs did you get? I got none. Yeah, exactly. But I'm proud of it. <laughs> I thought of it. Don't mean I got to win at it, but at least we had some fun with it. We did uh, Ask That Tune with Steve-O. Steve-O would play, he'll play one bar. Okay, here comes the song. You ready? <laughs> you know what that is? <laughs> If it what were the 80s, kidding? I was pretty well, good at We are that, on though. Facebook. You got to be limited on bars. They don't even want that anymore. They want the no They'll bar. probably block you and put you in Facebook jail. Nah, I'm always in jail. Me and Freddie in jail all the all time. time. All I, I just got time. out of jail Tuesday. <laughs> no, in the old days, they used to say you go to school, right? <laughs> Went to school for how long? Oh, three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Stay at the country club? Yeah, I mean, that's in Florida. In New York, they was to go to school. <laughs> there was no country club. But it's funny because it. now you know what they want on Facebook for music. You ready? That's it. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want nothing. I know. We announced that so, last Friday when we did our mix. Say yeah. hi to Brenda Warren. So. Where's Brenda? She's watching. Hey, Brenda. She the show's hello. over. You did a great no, job. No, that was Abby. Oh, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> Brenda's show was at 2.30, the editor's desk. Like I tell you, she does this all the time. It's what drives me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they got, yes, we've got the editor's desk today at 2.30 with Brenda Warren. Yes. We spoke to her voice. yesterday. Yes, I remember that. I'm clearing out Studio B at the same time as we're doing this, is all I can tell you also. You know, what I don't have is my phone. <laughs> Pierre, see if my phone is over there somewhere. Where are you going, Pierre? Are you going around? All right, go around. But we went to a great ribbon cutting yesterday. I, amazing turnout, considering we were in the middle of a hurricane. So that was quite impressive. I have to tell you, I, he says, you ready to go? And I said, it's pouring out. He says, and? And I'm thinking, who the heck is going to be there? You had 85 people, I think, at that place. Yes. No. And yes, it was a large place, and everyone was wearing their masks. So we were doing what we needed to be done. But what a spectacular location. Tell us about where we were. So you were at Realty One Group Innovation. It's a real estate company. And I am an agent there. I just um, transferred to that office. I was with another Realty One Group office uh, in another state. And I'm licensed in both states. But the office has had their grand opening as their second office. Their main location is uh, Palm Beach Gardens, and the broker, Nidia Centillo, she's awesome, and a uh, great place to work. And we just had a great turnout. We were very excited. We were hoping to have the grand opening sooner rather than later, but with obviously what's going on with the pandemic and the quarantine and stuff, it delayed it. But now that we're open, you know, we're rocking and rolling. It's never really stopped real estate agents from selling homes. But uh, having the second office in that area is really going to be um, a benefit to anybody looking to They say real estate is booming in yeah. South Florida. Yep. It's booming everywhere. Really? Yeah. Um, no, let, me, let me see your socks. <laughs> Real T1, baby. Really? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> is, that, is that what they give you when you join? It's like getting your foot in No, actually, every year. Literally getting your foot in the door. Get your foot in the door? When you start, you get one sock. After you your first sale, you get the extra one. I noticed because I, I noticed because I was looking at Steve, they didn't even give her. I don't have no socks. They got no socks. He got sweatbands. Every year they have an annual summit or convention out in Las Vegas, and they always have some additional promo gear and stuff like that. And I like to wear crazy socks and, you know, because I'm very shy and yeah, I, I, know that. I like to stand out. <laughs> you don't know anybody. So, so I have no problem showing off my uh, Realty One socks. 
So how long have you been in the real estate game? I've been in the real estate business since 2004 as a mortgage broker, and I've been doing uh, sales for homes for about five and a half years. So I'm technically licensed in two states right now. I'm licensed in Pennsylvania and Florida. And, uh, but I'm here in Florida, and I'm rocking and rolling already down here. And I got to ask, 2004, were you still doing it in 5, 6, and 7? 5, when 6. The, when the bubble burst? 5, 6, and 7. 2006, 2005? Oh, yes, I was. 5, you 6, 7. In the game? All the way through. And then 2008 was, uh, you know, a kick in the teeth to everybody. Yeah. And you stayed in the game? I stayed in the game up until 2009. I closed my last deal in January of 2009. And then uh, gradually, you know, worked my way out of the business and went and did something temporarily. I still always maintain my connections in a real estate business. And uh, a few years down the road, decided to get my real estate license to start doing sales because I was in the mortgage business up until 2009. And then uh, started selling, realized I loved it more. I just love, I love being around people, having fun. You know, you know, you know the old saying, treat people the way you want to be treated. You know, just having fun. People, you know, they, they, they kind of latch on to me because I'm, you know, I'm a fun guy, like, like a mushroom. But I'm wondering, with 85, <laughs> 83, I think, well, you're 84, you're 85, you're 86. So we got to 87 last night standing in our cohort. Yes. Is there enough work, and how do you find your niche? If that's only one office, there are so many realtors around. Mm -hmm. What makes you and your group stand out? How would people find you? And well, finding me is is you know simple. It's you know when you everybody knows Mike. Have a pity, <laughs> have a pity party no, with want, pity. We always have a pity party. <laughs> have a pity party and, uh, for Mike Pity. <laughs> no, I mean Sorry. when you're looking for an agent, it's not you know you want to find somebody that you connect with because there are many agents out there that know everything about this business but if you don't have that connection with them you're going to be miserable working with them you know the, the key is to listen don't do all the talking let your clients do the talking listen understand their needs understand what they want and what they need and then you'll know how to cater to that you know plus you know and be a likable person you know you don't want to be a, a jerk you know it's just not it's not it's not good business imagine the I, two of you guys use guys Selling a house together. Did you say you guys? guys? Yeah, well, I take my test next Friday. <laughs> I know. I can't wait to get my socks. <laughs> I can't believe you're not doing this with them. Can you imagine selling on, a house with us, too? No, I'm not doing any. I did this. <laughs> I did this for 17 years. Can you imagine years. the three of you guys actually? Oh, you have no idea. Don't. When I was in the real estate game, in front of my house, I used to hold seminars. And I used to give out booze and stuff. I saw more. In front of my house, it was crazy. But I already know. What's going to happen? First of all, this guy is magical. And then he's not too far from the tree. So I guess selling, this is your biggest investment ever in your life, right? Correct. And if you buy more than one house, it becomes a business. It's even more bigger. So you want to do it right. You want to make sure you're buying right. You want to make sure this is a 30-year deal. This isn't an overnight success and here you go. So I can see with their personality, I'd rather deal with, with them. You know, I've seen some other realtors I don't want to deal with them too much. They're relatable for you. They are, because I grew up with I guys know, this like is this. You. This is, I mean, we, we, have, we make jokes. We crack on one another. Nobody gets mad. Down here, you say, you know, your nail polish is kind of funky, <laughs> and it's smacking you all over the place. <laughs> I know. Freddie, I'm not wearing nail polish. I know. Thank you for removing <laughs> it. I appreciate it. But um, now she has two offices or one? She has two offices. The main office is in Palm Beach Gardens, and this is the second office opening. Okay. Um, so she's coming. Palm Beach Gardens is north. She's coming south? Correct. And uh, her, I don't know where her site's off or her third office. I know I had heard that there were some talk of uh, possible down the road. But, um, 
you know, the company is growing by far. Some people say, well, I've never heard of Realty One Group. It's a branded company, much like some of these bigger names you have out there, you know, Keller Williams, Cobalt Banker, whatever, but it's, uh, it's the, it's the, let's see, it's in Forbes top 200 as the fastest growing real estate company in the country right now. Wow. Yep. That's amazing. And it's, you know, they call it the unbrokerage because the agents are treated much better than in a, in a regular real estate company, the way that they are compensated. Um, they receive all the training that they receive at any other company. And just it's, it's, it's more of being going to work and enjoying and enjoying the people you work for as well. What's as changed in real estate now from what it was <coughs> when you guys burst the bubble? Because you talk about this all whoa, the time. Whoa, whoa, you whoa, say you whoa, clearly whoa. burst when that bubble. When you guys burst the bubble. <laughs> You sound like Mia now. Oh, that ain't real this, is real that. What do you mean I Mia, burst the bubble? Mia, why'd you, you burst, you? No, don't ask Mia, because she's not allowed to say. What do you mean I burst the bubble? I burst the bubble. That's like saying I committed suicide to a million people's houses. What's the matter with you? Well, I didn't burst the bubble. It was a cold Freddie was home sick that day. Yeah, I wasn't, yeah. I, I, Freddie called into school late that day, Mom. Holy smoke. What in 2008, it? when you were in it, 2007, got you got out. Yeah, I got out. Everyone got out. You got out shortly out. thereafter. What has changed in real estate from then? Besides yeah, a lot of years bubble. into well, now. I, mean, I can tell you exactly why the market is crazy right now. And it's interest rates are an all-time low. They've never been this low ever. You know, you can get buy a, you can get a 30-year fixed rate for under 3% um, if you qualify. And, and what about, well, my next question was qualifying. Harder well, to qualify? It's not. It's it's not. I mean, nowadays it's not. They're not doing like they did back then, which is the reason why for the boom. There's no, um, no income, no asset verification, no no doc. Oh, they don't have no doc deals. No but more? you know what? If you if you if you make the money and you can prove that you make that money, you prove you have a few bucks in the bank, it's you're gonna get you know. You're gonna get a loan. You're gonna get a loan. I mean, they qualify loans down to 580, you know, with a credit score. So it's not still not super hard. You just gotta go out there you and get work, a, work a your butt off. You can get a 580. Yeah, FHA does a 580. Yeah, that's what I used to be a mini eagle. I mean, technically, FHA, technically, if you want to get really detailed, and this is my my mortgage history and my real estate history of knowing that I actually know stuff, shh, um, FHA will actually go down to 500 if you put 10% down. That's um, right. At 580, you can get away with $300. Yeah, typically, typically, most people with a 500 credit score don't have 10%, but you never know. They Maybe they do. Um, do but they it's, still it's a, have the program where you have to use money, $10,000? What was that? That was a different FHA loan. What was that? It's though? a use $10,000? It's part of the loan. You have to use 10000 on the house. Mixed use, um, I can't remember. No, mixed use property would be... Uh, Up to five a, houses a, a business, No, so for four units okay. is considered residential. Anything over four units would be commercial. But are they doing that on the five or no? They are. Not on five, not on five not units. On five. You sure? Four, four units is residential. Okay. If you go five units, it's considered commercial. I made a fortune on that. Job. So mixed use would be like a, a business that has a, you have a business, commercial yeah. and residential. That's what I made it. a fortune on, mixed use. So, yes. That's so how you, I blew you, the so bubble. You have your business downstairs and go to That's when he upstairs. burst the bubble. That's <laughs> why I burst the bubble. That's what I heard. I had a mixed use. I have more properties mixed use than anybody in the city at one time. So, and in New York, you know what did that a lot was funeral homes, right? Yes. They had They had the corpse and downstairs and they had the, they slept upstairs. I could have never done that. That's a whole thing, though, isn't it? There's a lot of businesses are like that dying, in New York. Yes, Not thing. dying, <laughs> but in New York. Weren't there businesses downstairs, upstairs people live? Yeah. Chinatown, Little Italy, and uh, Spanish Harlem. They even have that in Meisner Park now. It's a thing. Yeah, pretty much. Absolutely. And, and another thing I was, I was saying is that um, real estate is easier and easy accessible. The average, the average person that's looking for a house is computer literate. They're out there looking at their own stuff. 
you know, they're checking out different websites, different, you know, home search websites, and they're looking, and they, they're able to find a lot of their own homes, or at least to get an idea of what they're looking for. So then when they do meet up with their agent, they can be able to simplify more, you know? Trying to find that proper location, trying to find what you're looking for, it's, it's a little easier, and then a lot of people want to do this on their own. It's more fun for them to be able to look instead of waiting for the email from the agent, which still we do that, you know, we still look and do research for our clients. But a lot of people still want to do their own stuff. Maybe they want to change their criteria. Maybe they say, you know what, maybe I don't want a single. Maybe I want a condo or a townhouse or, you know. But you also want to buy right, right? You want to buy a house that isn't going to get in the tank. Correct. You want to buy in an area that has good schools if you're planning on having children. Mm -hmm. You want to buy in a gated community sometimes because you're afraid that, uh, you know, Mr. Gangster comes along and steals your car. I mean, there's all this stuff going on in your life. So you have to buy right, got to be right. And the millennials today... They think they're smarter than everybody else. It's funny. I look around. They think they created the planet. They think they know about basketball and football more than any. We, we were there when helmets were like, like leather. When they, when they didn't What's use helmets, helmet? that would explain a whole no, heck they of a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's explained. There you go. So in the real estate game, right, because I know people also that do this for a living, they know better than everybody. Now, I did it for 17 years. I did real great. It wasn't only my fault that the bubble blew. It was the guidelines. Now they want you to be honest. They want you to say you make a living. <laughs> Wait, hey. we should be honest. I like that. I was under like the people wanted honestly. They wanted a house. Who was I to stop them? This is what Bill Clinton told me. Give them a house. He said, Freddie. He said, Freddie. Give them what they want. Give them what they want. And I did that. Help the masses. And I did that. It's like if you go to uh, McDonald's and you get a hamburger, should I say, well, what's your IQ? No, you give them a hamburger. Right? Give them what they want. Give the people what they want. But nowadays, you got to be smart about how you buy. Like, I know a lot of millennials that were buying in very, I go down the street and I look around, I go, I wouldn't live here. Oh, yes, it's going to be up and coming. They're going to be on that property for the next 100 years. They're going to neighborhood, right? 100 years. And then 100 years, their kids' kids and their other kids, they say, hey, look, it turned around. <laughs> I remember when Grandma <laughs> lived here and it looked like this. and now Great-grandma. <laughs> Let's go to commercial break. When we come back, we have to open up Casamia early while Steve-O's still oh, here yes. because it is Slick's birthday. And, and so. Steve-O has an appointment, so we got to get So I want to open it up before Steve-O leaves, and Mia's ready to rock and roll. Mia is back on the bar. We're excited to have Casamia back, sponsored by Gabaran Moore with Michael Pitty and his pity party with Steve-O <laughs> in the house. Slick's birthday. we got Val on board. Chenzo is somewhere in the back. Stay tuned, and we will be right back. We are on fire. So let's spread your business like a wildfire. Spotlight your business, ideas, and events through our Brooklyn Cafe TV channel on Amazon Fire. Contact us at 888-224-5422 for more information. Let the whole town, even the whole country, know your message with a click of a button. Together, we ignite. If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference if only someone would just listen. It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power. A platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions. A voice to heal and restore. 
Your voice can make a difference. We have the platform to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 80800. That's C-A-F-E to 80800. Welcome to your vacation staycation. And what better way to kick back than to blend up a sweet pina colada, a smooth mojito, or just a nice stiff rum and coke. If you want true relaxation and enjoyment, then you want Gubba Rum. Gubba Rum is a unique rum infusion. Gubba Silver Rum is infused with real shredded coconut. And Gubba Rum Gold is infused with real shredded vanilla bean. Both are made with certified organic ingredients. Each infused Gubba Rum is 35% ABV, 70 proof, and as we say in Boston, wicked smooth. So if you're looking for the best combination of taste, smoothness, quality, and price, your clear choice is Gubba Rum. If you want that wicked smooth taste for yourself or your vacation, staycation, visit GubbaRum.com to find your closest liquor store that carries Gubba Rum Gold and Gubba Rum Silver. Gubba Rum, it's wicked smooth. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. And this is my steeple finger. <laughs> Thank you. This finger has been in places that we cannot talk about. I well, bet you bet. Casamia, we had to open a little early today because it is Slick's birthday. We got to get Mia a mic because she's already open. I think her favorite thing is to run the bar. Yes. She looks forward to it. Yeah. I feel comfortable back here. Mia's on her home. third on her third round with us. Yeah. What's Steve, it called in the military? Gonna, what? What's it called in the military when you her third enlistment? Her third enlistment? <laughs> She's on her third enlistment here with the Brooklyn Cafe I show. And it, I mean, anybody here in the military? What's it called when you're, you enlist, right? Tour. Or third All right, tour? Mia's on her third tour with the Brooklyn Cafe show, and I think she just loves being at the bar the most. But we have a special day today because it is Slick's birthday. So Slick Saloon, if you're wondering why the pity party and Steve-O have the horses, that's part of our Slick Saloon. What happened to your horse, Steve-O? <laughs> The horse went limp. They always go limp when you air them. My horse is very similar to something else at this point. <laughs> That's you know, you, you strangled, you strangled your horse. I you know, horse. No, we need a pump. And, and the pity, look at pity party has his. Uh, we his need resting. a pump. I've been telling you this <laughs> for <laughs> weeks. You know, you can tell. No, a I've been no, I've been telling him to get it because he's horse. about to die blowing them up. <laughs> don't even go there. He was resting. Mia, what are we drinking? I actually just trying to cover up my fat. So I look good on camera. Is that what it is? That's why I gave it to them. They want to cover themselves. I made Donna sea breeze, and I made Freddie a nice cranberry drink because <laughs> he likes his diet drinks. So I was going no. low calorie. <laughs> Freddie, how's that diet juice going for you? Is it good? Nice cranberry. <laughs> nice cranberry. <laughs> Freddie, you have a nice Steve, cranberry drink. Steve, this is why I have the steam fish. Because you ever, you ever scratch your head and go, what the hell just happened? Nice, a nice cranberry drink. 
<laughs> you got Val cracking up in there. So, so we got a little kick over there. Well, yes, we have a little party going over there for Slick, if we don't burn it down. Slick, go over there before you burn the banners up. So today, okay. we're going to celebrate Slick's birthday for today. We had a good time. Yeah. I don't know where your birthday gifts are, but we kind of put you and Chenzo okay. together in this birthday cohort with yeah, your mask. Yeah, where is Chenzo? I know, he always leaves. He always does that Chenzo, to me. Chenzo, you got to bring the handcuffs, It's fine. Chenzo. You don't have to bring the handcuffs, bro. I am not handcuffing myself to you. <laughs> and his mask. What's going on with the handcuffs? Yeah, what kind yeah, of party is it? Some BDM. <laughs> some, BD, some BDSM. Don't get excited, Kitty. It ain't that. It ain't that. It isn't. Let's go down history. Right? Take it easy. What's going on? Just, just asking. What kind of party is this? Get All handcuffed. I can tell you is I see yeah. a lot of flames. Chains and whips. Chains and whips. I see a lot of flames and I don't That's see right Slick. That's all I can tell slick, you. Slick, you got to get over here because you're going to burn down the house. Before you burn down the house. Burn, I won't burn it down. Vinny, bring the handcuffs. Oh, it's right here. Or, yeah, and they found right. everything that they're looking for. Yes, this happens every Friday, so we have to have a party. And Teddy's out, actually, Teddy's out here, so we got a big deal going oh, on really here. Right here. And I'm watching so everyone run around there. here. Steve, when do you pass your test? Next week? Next Friday. No, he takes it. A the week test. from today. It doesn't mean. No, I like the way Dawn said it. Thank you. She's very confident. I like very that. confident. Yeah. It's Steve. Have you ever noticed it's known Steve not to accomplish yeah, something he wants? Yeah, but I spoke to Pity. He says he ain't even studying. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I actually wow. didn't say that. Throw me under the bus. Steve's face. I can't believe it. Let's ask who had the biggest score on, on the class ending. It Should doesn't matter. That? Pass or fails, all matters. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they make you take a, um, a class now for real estate? Yeah, we gotta take a 63-hour course. All right, you ready to have Slick's birthday? We're ready. I can't see anything though. You got your mask on? Yeah. You got your handcuffs? Everybody's blurry. Yeah, the <laughs> handcuffs. Yeah. Come on, the heat lost. That was our bet. That was our bet. You lost. Oh, you bet on the heat. We got Captain America. We got Batman. All right, so. You ready to sing happy birthday? Yeah. Hold on, he's got to put his handcuffs on. Yeah. Teddy, you got a camera on this one? Make sure we get lots of pictures. Yeah, right there. That's, that's right there. One of us has to just wear the handcuffs. And one of yes, them. you. <laughs> it's your birthday. All right, you ready to sing? So we're going to sing happy birthday on three. Very kinky. Ha, ha, ha. So you go. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. We get worse. Happy birthday, dear Slickster. Happy birthday to you. There you go, Freddie. You got me to sing. <laughs> you, know, you, you gotta play the piano and sing a, a solo duet. You know, we, no one blows on cakes anymore. This is the new <laughs> thing. We just blow it out is that, that way. Thing? A solo duet. I got like my finger. Everything is a thing. A solo duet. That's like be quiet. I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear? Pity's gonna sing a solo duet. <laughs> I got nothing. Oh. Happy birthday, Slick. How yes, Slick. How old is Slick today? 16. He said, but you know, I, I said, how old are you? He goes, I feel 35. I said, how do you feel 35? Yeah. How many, 30, how many 35-year-olds do you know that their back sounds like popcorn when they get out of bed? That's all right, because Val told us today that her father was much younger than Freddie and I. We went, really, how old is your dad? She's 56. 
<laughs> much went, younger. Much younger than both of us. I go, thank you so much. That means I'm a fossil. I took my Geritol. You remember Geritol? <laughs> yes. They don't know what that is. They don't know what Geritol is. See? Geritol. <laughs> Can you imagine a Jeratoy? That would be Jeratoy. We should do that. Oh my God, we should create a Jeratoy. Oh, I love it. It's well, probably well oh, needed also. Very, I put it on my stick. <laughs> I put it on my Stevo stick. Now, he's not married. He's 27. He has popcorn for his spine. What's going to happen when he gets married yes, with three look. kids, a mortgage, and a dog? <laughs> he won't be able to get out of bed. And the dog, yeah. And the dog is all I can tell you. I, Slick Val said that was your favorite cake was carrot cake. So Val hooked you up. Thank you, Val, for doing that. They, they love coming to work on Fridays because either they drink and have cake or they just drink. <laughs> That's pretty because it's always somebody's birthday here. I think Vinny's birthday might be next. Now, we have a bigger problem that has just come to my head. We got a bigger problem because this guy now, when he was doing uh, records as a DJ, he used to come in here. We had the red phone. Yes. But he used to make appointments on the end. What the hell do you think is going to happen when we get into the real estate game? Are you open now? Are you back to booking gigs? Yes. Actually, I booked five gigs in last week. Wow. So Starting when? We hit phase three, and the phone started ringing, so it's good. And when do they start? Um, immediately next people year. are booking? Okay. No, next year. Um, so you're going to be doing real estate until next year, no, well, right now I'm starting out with as a referrer. You know, a lot of my brides that, you know, come to me and say, you know, I'm on a budget because we're trying to buy a house. Oh, really? And I give this gentleman their name and number, and then Mr. Pity takes over. Um, so I do the parties, he does the houses, and uh, we'll do that for the first year. Kind of like a one-stop shop. Mm -hmm. Well, you have that coronavirus um, mortgage reduction plan. Right, where you can buy a Thank house you, cheaper honey. now. The coronavirus reduction plan. No, that, I I believe that was the uh, the forbearance for home on, for homeowners. So were you able? Can to you get a forbearance before you, after you close? I don't think so. Well, after you close, yes. After you close, so before I close you, before you buy it. That's no. No, no. I'm saying, let's say I'm going to do a 30 year fix, right? Yep. And I'm going to close on the house today. Yes. Will you give me a six months forbearance? So that I don't have to pay, like the cars. You know, you buy a car today, you pay it in ten years. So what I've what I've learned about the forbearance is that when you are already a homeowner, you already have a mortgage, and you do a forbearance for four months or six months. Problem with forbearance is, come that seventh month, they're gonna want all six months right there and there. Well, let me tell you something. The federal government says you can't do that. Thanks, honey. So just leave it so there. the next part, the next step after that would be a loan modification. Correct. But the forbearance, you can't play catch up on the forbearance. And it's funny because the banks, when you talk to the banks, half of them know the deal and the other half don't. Yes. So I just finished with, Jesus, who do I have my, my mortgage with? It took me 12 people until I found a guy who understood the deal and they don't ask for it. And we got a forbearance again um, and they did it. But you have to sort of explain the rules to the game. And every bank is different from my understanding. Is that correct? Yes, and it's also unfortunate because it's, it's, it's so new to everybody, this whole situation, that the information that gets passed along to everybody is kind of spotty because nobody really knows what's been approved, what's not approved. So it's kind of like you got to find the right person for now because it's, it's, it's a new thing. Nobody expected to be out of work for six, seven weeks, eight weeks, nine weeks, three months, right. you know, with being, you know, home and quarantined. 
So it's it's a whole new thing. So I think I think unfortunately or for, you know that the people on the mortgage end they're they're learning as they go along too. It's it's almost like they're being bombarded with phone calls. It's almost not fair to them because they're getting the information passed down. They still have to learn it as well. So it's a matter of just being patient with everybody and just you know going through the motions to get to get to where you need to get. And I wanted to ask, has it, if I'm buying a house, did they freeze uh, closings? No. They didn't. So they were still closing during the pandemic. They were doing March, virtual April, closings, May. I saw. So they were doing the Like drive-by closings? Drive-by closings, yes. You still have to have you know wet signatures on certain documents. Um, there were several um, lenders that had e-docs, so where they would have the uh, borrower log in and sign, you know, like a DocuSign or DigiSign or whatever. They would sign the majority of the stuff, and then they would drive, you know, in the beginning, they would do them basically a drive, drive through. They'd go to the title company. Some of them wouldn't even get out of the car. The title agent would meet them outside with a mask on and go sign right here, here, and here on these three, four, five pages instead of the 75 typical with the mortgage because they've already signed them electronically. And then they'd come back out, come back, you know, go send it up, get the authorization from the bank to fund the loan, go, okay, here's your keys. See you later. Thank you. They did not want us attending closings as agents, buyers agents, listing agents. Um, we would come in different shifts because if the seller had uh, a deed package or a mail-away package, the agent had to sign on behalf of the seller to sign the actual settlement statement, and that was it. Everybody got their checks via mail, or they just drive by later and pick it up one at a time. They just they really did a great job of keeping everybody social distanced during this whole situation. But the government deemed title companies as um, they are a, 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 they, their business was still valid. They did not take them away and say that you can't work. You know, same thing with mortgage companies. Certain states had realtors on the sideline, um, and then, but the majority of the states did have real estate constantly going on the whole time. It's a, that's a, I was always wondering whether or not they had stopped that if there were changes before you close in the whole night. That's how they were doing like drive-by, drive-by signings. And I also heard that the higher-end houses are going. It's not just the lower-end price points. Expensive houses, people are moving down from the Northeast where their second homes are permanently moving in the upper end of the scale. Those are hot as well in the market, not just your lower ones. It's the interest rate, I believe. I personally believe. Yep. So during the quarantine, when people were stuck at home for th basically for three months, that wave of people that would normally be out shopping, they were told they couldn't get out there. And then comes the summertime when you have your, you know, your spring market, which was delayed, now became part of the summer market. So now you have all those people been waiting to go, plus the, sp plus the, the summer market. You have a whole wave, and then the interest rate's coming down. It literally just caused a frenzy. And that's why houses are gradually rising again in prices. Interest rates are going down. People want to lock in their 30 years at 2.875 or 2.9 or, you know, hell, even 3, 3.1 is still considered great. And what's the jumbo now? Jumbo, I, I don't know because I'm not. I don't, don't do the mortgages. That. I don't. I don't know what the rates are right now. But no, I mean, what what is it, the limit on the jumbo? The amount? It depends on. I think it's the county where it is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know where what, it's at. It's seven fifty. Seven fifty, maybe. Oh, I don't. You know. You didn't okay. read that chapter yet. <laughs> Steve-O's on that chapter. I think it's. I think I'm it's, on that chapter. <laughs> I'll talk to you after the show. I appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Properties that have HOAs, and they're trying to get out. You know, they're trying to, to do away. The HOAs are higher than mortgages right now. Because I've, the, seen, I've seen some of them that and, are really and high. It's, it's so upside down where the HOAs are not forgiven, and you can get a forbearance on your mortgage. It just makes no sense what's going on when you're paying three times on your HOA than you are on your forbearance. What happened with that with you? Did you have to keep doing it? Of course. And, and my question is, if people are looking to sell, there's a lot of people in the community that want to sell their property. 
because they don't think it's fair that the HOAs are out, is just growing with all the needs because people are getting sick in communities and more people have to cover in the whole night. What do you tell people that are looking to sell houses in HOA high and mortgage low? How do you, how do you, is there even a market for that? Well, you want to make sure it's, it stays current because otherwise it's just going to dig into their, their profit and their proceeds of the sale of the house. Right. Because they're, they're, they're going to get paid. There's no way around it. You know, an HOA has a right to even foreclose on. Your, tax, uh, your county yes. has a right to, close on, to foreclose on you for not paying your taxes as well. Um, you know, if you're in a situation, you just got to make sure you, you stay on top of the person that's going to be the first one to want to foreclose on. Stay on top of them first. If you're in, if you're in a financial situation, um, obviously you want to pay everything on time. But if it's not possible, then you want to go with the company that's going to be the first one to react. Stay on top of them first. You know, the bank's probably going to be the last one to foreclose on you um, because they really don't want your house. They will eventually if you stop paying them. But uh, you know, realistically, you just want to. You know, stay on top of it because you're gonna when you when you have proceeds the left over, that's what's gonna be collected. The HOA is gonna get paid. Mortgage is gonna get paid. Your taxes is gonna get paid. Um, yeah. But the HOA is a strange phenomenon because a lot of people have missed work, lost work, and your HOA has got to be paid. Well, that's because that's a special town that we live in. I've seen HOAs, you know, upwards eight nine hundred dollars a month, thousand dollars a month, and it's like. That's a mortgage payment <laughs> for some people. Right. That's I've crazy. seen HOAs at $3,700 a month. That's crazy. That's just beyond even. It's just crazy. That's on a $150,000 house? <laughs> <laughs> the whole world. <laughs> that's what it is now. Right. Because you know how that game is played as well. The whole world is upside down. Yes. I would, I, you know, I don't understand why they just don't stop the clock from the top down and let's start again. I mean, the current broken system doesn't make any sense. It doesn't help you. It doesn't help you or him. It doesn't help nobody, the current system. And to get back, you got to pay 10 times just to get back in the game. This is Well, nuts. the HOAs are a business, right? Your country clubs are a business and they need to keep their business going, so. Hey, Dorn. I can wear a mask and take a gun and, and rob everybody in the street. That's another business. You don't do that. Well, uh, ethically, you should not. But I've been told such horrible stories. But it's not stories. ethical. It's legal. I've been told such horrible stories what the HOAs are doing. It's Again, beyond. Yeah, you go and you hold people up. No, I asked, I asked him. I said, are you going to report that on your taxes, though, as part of, as part of your income? You got to. <laughs> what? what, if you go rob a bank and you're going to report that? <laughs> you only rob a bank when they catch you. Other than that, you make a deposit or withdrawal, you know. I mean, it is what it is. That's true. I like that. I mean, but think. think about it. You're, you're looking at a scenario that's upside down and it's legal, right? A guy robs you at gunpoint, illegal, correct? Mm -hmm. An HOA robs you at gunpoint because they're telling you they're going to take your house. Then is they that put fair? A, well, they do say put yeah, a lien Yeah, but the HOAs, that, I mean, there's value. Well, you're getting some value. There are some HOAs that are, like, raking you across the coals. But you're getting some value. You're getting... You know maintenance on your grass you're getting maybe i can cut my your, grass your, your thank cable. You i know you can but you're, it's part of that they're keeping vip up, garbage they're keeping up yes they have <laughs> valet trash where they pick up your trash and take it for you they have you know cable included oh, wait a minute only he has that you guys is he in the gated community too yes. oh yeah okay so am i so with valet I, garbage we have valet garbage right i could put a i could put a giraffe out there and they take uh-huh right in new york you tell me if i'm lying I used to go to sanitation, the guy's sanitation, hey, give him a cup of coffee, slip a 20. I could put a building in that truck. Uh-huh, <laughs> absolutely, hands Valet down. garbage. 100, that's valet garbage. And if I say, listen, do me a favor, clean, take that guy's garbage over there, and slip him another 10, 
He would do anything I wanted. I did this in in um, in Broward. That's Fort Lauderdale, right? Yes. I did it down there. I gave the guy a fifty. The guy almost fainted. But I'm gonna tell you, I used to back the truck up into the house. Yeah. I could have thrown furniture in there. I could have thrown my ex-wife in there if I wanted. You threw the guy at fifty. The guy showed up with coffee and donuts the next day for you. He was in love. <laughs> but so, I mean, what do you get? You get to eat at a country clubhouse. And they but give some you of them include golf memberships too. That thirty-seven hundred dollars a month has got to include a golf membership. Yeah, you got to play. I don't know. But I don't play. I don't know if you call what I do golf, I but cart. I know how it's played. Well, I got the cart with the bar, and they threw me off the course. So, yeah. You know. I mean, there isn't anything in there that you can't get anywhere else for that kind of money. Yeah, I agree. I so, would think the country clubs at some point will probably start hurting. Uh, no, I take that back because in this situation, I think the haves have more. I think we've got a huge, bigger discrepancy than we ever had in our country of those that have money and those that do not have money. And I think the great divide has gotten greater. And those that have money and make investments have gotten more money to live in the country club. And those that are having a harder time and losing their jobs are having a harder time. They can't even collect unemployment. So I think this has been a greater divide than coming together as well, a country. Well, you go to Vegas, right? You know Vegas is going to win if you stay there long <laughs> enough. You don't lose your shirt. You know this. It's just math. So if you win two grand, leave, right? A lot of people don't leave. They stay there. They lose that grand or something. Else. Not this guy. So H, you win. You win I win Vegas. and I leave. And you, you win leave. and you leave. One hundred fifty dollars, okay. and I'm out the door. That's right. <laughs> but that's what you got to do. So what I'm saying is, we live in these gated communities. We pay a lot of taxes. We pay a lot of HOA. We pay a pay paper. Everything we do. I work for my house. My check, I give it to the house. I mean, what am I gonna do, right? right. You would think. You would think. Logically thinking that you will reduce this stuff or stop the nonsense so we can help businesses and everything else get back. And it's we don't do that. Oh, well, you know what? I have enough tragedies in my life. I got the Jets, I got the Mets, <laughs> I got the Knicks, and I got the Rangers. There ain't nothing worse than those four teams. You should teams. become a Florida fan is all I can I tell you. I never. Because As we got the, we got the U, we got the heat, we got the... You got a lot of noise. <laughs> Let's go to commercial because I got to kick him out. We're going to go to commercial break. Give us a call. Maybe 888-994-4995. Did you try the gubba? Gubba was amazing. How awesome. was that? Salud. Awesome. Good? Yeah, yep. really good. Salud. Slickster, happy birthday. I didn't really like mine. Have a happy wonderful, birthday. wonderful Thank year you. of 27. Let's get to commercial so we can kick out the man because he's got to go take his wife to the doctor. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Even though some things are far away, we plan for them ahead of time because they're important. When it comes to your celebration of life, it's really no different. You want to plan ahead now so your family doesn't have to later and create a service that reflects your values, character, and traditions, no matter what they may be. At Dignity Memorial, we listen to every detail and make sure everyone is remembered. DearAbby.com. Dear Abby is a life coaching company that was founded by Abby Awotesu. At Dear Abby, we believe in empowering single women to unapologetically own their identities and grow in self-love. We know that in order for you to find true, meaningful, lasting love, you must first love and fully embrace yourself, flaws and all. Contact us today at askdearabby.com for your personalized coaching session that will get you on the path to ultimately finding your soulmate. And follow Dear Abby on social media at askdearabby on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.
You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. I got to admit, I love that podcast piece that Teddy put together. And our first podcast using that is airing tonight at 7 o'clock on WWNN Radio 953969 106.9 and 1470 AM. So tune in tonight at 7 o'clock and hear our wackiness of our live, totally antithetical podcast on radio. <laughs> what? Into who? Antithetical. You know what that means? Like antithetical instead of antithetical. That means I don't know how to spell it. <laughs> I don't even that, know how to say yeah. it. I'm spelling it. It's the fun we have with Freddie and vocabulary is what we they get do to do. They do this to me all day. They, they come out with words. I think half of the time it ain't even real words. <laughs> we you, just have fun with Freddie. You got to take their word for it. <laughs> but I'm not a boom. <laughs> Vinny. Vinny. That was a Vinny moment. Vinny, no what's pun the intended. Por- what's the pornographic Thursday. music? Try the veal. <laughs> But you do work with Steve, don't you? You do uh, yeah, in, DJ. In, in the past, I would, you know, I was I was a DJ for twenty nine years. You've done it all. Well, is this a New York thing? You just have multiple jobs. Well, yeah. It's, I mean, well, yeah. Sit it's a New York be, thing. Sit nobody, home and be bored and do nothing. Nobody else I mean, in the world gets more than one job. No, it's a New York. Really? Not like you guys. You well, guys. I mean, I, again, it's the way I was raised. You know, hard work, work hard, and you know, relax later. Nobody you know? in Florida that you know, you never had one. You were an Uber driver. <clears throat> Uh, only in my mind, thankfully. So I met. I was meeting Dawn one day, and I and she drives right by me, and I'm on the phone. And says, "You just drove by me." So she makes a U-turn. She drives by me again. the second time. I threw myself in the road. She almost hit me. I did it a third time. I could not find you. I was standing on the road. I don't know anyone. I'm the guy with the phone. Go, hey. <laughs> that happens. You've had quite a few jobs. Uber driver. I've had millions of jobs. We tease them all the time, but you too, Steve-O also, so many different things. I think it's just a different mindset. Well, we used to hustle in the day, you know? You had to make your, you didn't, and I went to NYU. It wasn't like I, I didn't have a degree in college and all that crap. I did all that, but I, I get bored. In New York, you get bored. There's so many things going on. I can't sit home all day and do nothing. Now, how long did you live in New York? I, I was born and raised. I grew up there until I was almost 14. Moved to South Florida in 87, lived here for 27 years, and then I took a little hiatus in the Philadelphia area for the last 11 years. Okay, so you did 14 years up in New York. Yep. Ever been to the Empire State Building? When I lived there, no. When I went back to visit... No, these are questions of when you lived there. When I lived there, no. Okay. Ever went to the Statue of Liberty? No. Ever go to the World Trade Center, the original? No. Uh, Ever went to Shea Stadium? Yes. Yankee Stadium? No. Meadowlands? No. Garden? No. And I'm going to tell you something. That is what happens. Nassau Coliseum, yes. When you're in, I don't know why, of course, the Islanders were there in the day. This is what happens. In New York, I've never been to the Empire State. I went to the Statue of Liberty because my mother took me. Remember the tour thing around the island of Manhattan? Yes. You ever did that? Nope. The ferry? The ferry. What'd you call me? You're shaking your head, but the The ferry? Oh. It's called the ferry. No, I said, what'd you call me? (laughs) And all of these things. Now, the stadiums you went because probably your parents took you to see the the Mets and the Yankees play. Correct. But the Knicks, the Knickerbockers, couldn't afford to go. No. Couldn't afford to see the Rangers. I took Freddie and to do both because it was like this. I lived in New York when when New York had a professional soccer team called the, uh, they had two of them. They had the New York York Cosmos and the New York Arrows. And the Arrows play at the Nassau Coliseum where the Islanders play. And I remember going to see the Arrows play a couple times. And for 10 points, what did the Cosmos play? 
He played soccer. Where? Oh, I have no idea. I'm going to say the garden. My guess. Is that Meadowlands? Can I buy a vowel? <laughs> Can you buy a vowel? <laughs> I played ball there. Let me think. He doesn't know the answer either. I can't remember. Ebbsfield? It was in the it was in the island. Do you know? Randall's Island? No. Where was it that um, they they did the stadium? Don't you remember they had the stadium? Donald Trump is the one that did the stupid stadium where they played the Cosmos. I got to meet Pelé there. We used to play softball there. That's why I remember. Is that where like the, the tennis center over by uh no, the US that's Open? in Queens. This was in the Bronx. I gotta think here. It'll come to me. But this the Cosmos used to play there. And we used to play ball then. I got to meet Pelé when he played for the Cosmos there. Wow. Trump redid the stadium. And I'm going to tell you, this is the reason I didn't go to the Empire State Building. There were so many other things to do. You ever take the train down to Coney Island? No. You never took the train? Jesus I played stickball, though. Where? Who'd you play for? I, I didn't play for a professional. I played with my friends in the street. Where? Which, which, what street were you on? I was in Long Island. You were in the Bronx. You were in a borough. I wasn't actually in oh, a borough. You were a Long Island player. Did you play it where they skipped it twice? Like no. Willie Mays? No, you used to bounce it and hit it? Yeah. Okay. School activities. Because school is back in session. Did you know that Broward County schools go back next week? I heard that you don't have a choice anymore. Is that true? I don't think the teachers have a choice. The teachers apparently got two days notice that they're going back on Monday. Whether they like it or not. Whether they like it or not. I guess unless you get special acceptance that you don't have to. Teachers go back to Broward on Monday and then virtual starts or in-person starts on Tuesday. They have to give kids a choice because not everyone can go back as far as the kids. But that's next week. Can I pick virtual and not have internet? No. Well, you could and not go to school, but... But think about it. I want to do virtual, but I don't have internet. Do mail away. Mailing in your school. Mailing in your school. Yeah, there you go. But Bill Tomei came over today, a good friend of ours, and I'm waiting for his daughter to join us. And she is the author of these two amazing books. The first one we had on, Billy and the Brilliant Bubble by Tara Travieso. And that was about Billy and talking to your kids about what's going on in a pandemic and how to stay safe in your bubble. And the second one, which is so incredibly timely, came out. Billy goes back to school. So... This with a mask. Book, with a mask. I see that. And Bill, ca Bill came by. He dropped these books off for us today. And all of these youth programs that he started ha are now on hold. For 25 years, he's worked with the youth and raising money and giving back to community through sports, through football. You see, he's had 25 players that went through his program that have gone on to play for the NFL. <clears throat> they were underprivileged youth and needing to get, as they always, as Justin the Jackson the would say, as Jackson said, get out from under the tree, UDT. And you didn't tell me all this information when I was, and I'm here talking to him. You didn't tell me all that. <clears throat> I wanted to know who the number one player he had. I don't know. I, but he was, he came, he dropped off the books for us, and he said, this youth program is not going back this year. He's hoping football? maybe football will go back in December. I thought high school was playing. No? But basketball is not going back. So you think about all these kids and all they're doing, if they're Baseball doing is virtual school. Or going back to school and there are no youth activities. It is a setup for. Well, I, I thought schools were playing. I, I'm, I'm shocked. The youth sport. So that's what's going on with that. So when Tara comes on, guys, just bring her over and we'll, we'll talk to her. But yeah, he dropped off these books and this is what's let going on. Let me see a book. Let me see a book. I saw that he had his colors on. He had his jersey and everything else there. Which was really nice. And she says, stay safe in your bubble. Enjoy your bubble. And yes, Tara, I always enjoy my bubble is all I can tell you. 
So let's go to commercial break. When we come back, we're going to switch over to our 1 o'clock hour. Mia is hanging out waiting for Gubba Rum to join us. We've got Tara Travieso joining us, and we've got the Florida Love Show, because that is today at 3 o'clock right here on the Ant Media Network. So stay tuned, quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. AMP2TV and WNN Money Talk Radio have been in conjoint business for 10 years. They have been working around the clock, nonstop, to promote over 500 shows and businesses reaching all over South Florida. With added platforms such as social media live streaming, podcasts, and the specialty of live radio, it has never been easier to get your voice heard by millions of listeners. To amplify your impact and start your show today, contact AMP2TV at 866-224-5422. That's 866-224-5422. Introducing Black Tie Liquors, your one-stop shop for wine and spirit needs. Whether you're looking for an ice-cold pack of summer brews or just to grab your favorite bottle of scotch whiskey, Black Tie Liquors has you covered. Come choose from a wide selection of beers, wines, spirits, or liqueurs. Or if you're in the mood, feel free to grab one of our fresh cigars. Stop by Black Tie Liquors today, located on 5970 South Jog Road, Lake Worth, Florida. Or give them a call at 561-968-0988. Let's all welcome a new sponsor to the show. It's Amp2TV, the first and only internet production company that's truly plugged in. When you're looking for a full-service internet TV radio production company, discover Amp2TV, a full-service production company that can provide all streaming videos in studio or remotely. They offer web page development, and they use all the latest platforms to help make all your business selling points more powerful. They can do remotes or live radio streaming as well as tape productions for social media platforms and television. Amp2TV can handle all of your television needs, including closed caption for a perfect on-air telecast. Choose from a variety of creative TV and radio packages or visit one of their many studios to get your creative juices flowing. Come and see why Amp2TV works with many major companies, including Comcast, Bravo, and Fox 29, as well as individuals and businesses of all types and sizes. To see samples of their work or to find out more, visit their website at amp2.tv. That's A-M-P, the number 2.tv, or call them at 866-224-5422. Feel free to call for a quote or just a consult of how to put your business on a social media platform or radio platform, or just doing a show that is covered by all platforms. Call 866-224-5422 and make an appointment. That's 866-224-5422. Ant Media Productions and WNN Money Talk Radio have been in conjoint business for 10 years. They've been working around the clock nonstop to promote over 500 shows and businesses reaching all over South Florida. With added platforms such as social media live streaming, podcasts, and the specialty of live radio, it's never been easier to get your voice heard by millions of listeners. To amplify your impact and start your show today, contact Amp Media Productions at 866-224-5422. That's 866-224-5422.
your business, ideas, and events through our Brooklyn Cafe TV channel on Apple TV. Contact us at 888-224-5422 for more information. Let the whole town, even the whole country, know your message with a click of a button. Together, we inspire creativity. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. at the Brooklyn Cafe. Wow. You know, everyone's trying to grow business. Wow. What happened? They're trying to sell you a second phone when you have a phone already. We have two phones. So why would you buy a second phone? Because they don't know how to fix the first one. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, tell them to copper squat. They're done with that. What are you doing with your mask over there? I'm, I'm going to wear my mask because I'm going to curse under it. Um, okay, so what's your phone number? So we can get someone to call in. Oh, we can't do that either now. Sure we can. They can call in. We can take a message. How do people reach you? How do people reach me? They can, they can call me 561-644-9012. They could visit me at michaelpittyhomes.com. Or they can just open a window and scream really loud. And where is your <laughs> office? Where is it located? It is uh, it's, uh, right on the corner of Atlantic Avenue and Military, and military it's Trail. It's so new you don't know the address. No, just, I, honestly, I'm new, I'm new to that office. I just... I just relocated funny. from Pennsylvania. I live right down the street from there, and Steve lives right up the street from there. Yep, so I'm, about, walk I'm about eight minutes or nine minutes up the road. That place so. before you guys moved in there was... The DMV. Yes. Yep. Was, right. I remember I got my driver's license there years ago. Yep. And then, and then after that, it became barren. There was nothing there, man. It yeah. was scary that mall was huge. And then Publix came along, and it changed everything. Yeah, I, 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 that whole shopping center is really cool Bursting it's been out. redone and it looks really nice now and it's funny because if you go down the block west you go to big apple yep there's a lot of things right over there but now that i never venture much up into i really don't go anywhere other than here i go to weight watches over there dollar store over there Publix over there chick-fil-a um, over there chick-fil-a <laughs> <laughs> And then, and now you go to Realty One Group Innovation over there. I go to Realty. I'd rather go to Realty One than Weight Watchers. <laughs> I go to. Uh, isn't there a House of Pancakes not too far from there either? It's I right think there's an IHOP in that shopping center. In the shopping center. But that, that's been there forever. Do you know? I went there one day with Linda and Freddie, my son, and the service. They served the food, and the people walked out of the IHOP. Why? Everybody. It was including bad. The cook. Everybody. So we didn't know at the time. So I got into it with my son because he said, stop being a New Yorker, so relax. And I said, yo, can I get more coffee? Can I get, there was nobody, they all walked out. So I started banging on the table with the forks and the knife like they do in the, in the prisons, you know? So everybody started to do it. It wasn't only me, everybody. So my son is completely humiliated. He's like, that's our job. He goes, I can't believe you're doing this to me. So the owner comes in 
right? And everybody's screaming. Now, I could have walked out and not paid. Nobody, everybody could have paid. The place was packed. Everybody walked out. And the owner said, you know what? You don't have to pay. It's on us. And my son says, I will never go to dinner with you again. You embarrassed him. You know, I saw Denny's right here in Federal closed. Who? Denny's. The one in Federal? When did they close? I think during this whole pandemic. Because I noticed, because I'm a big fan of their pancakes, that when I get it, it comes from the one on Pompano on um, Palmetto Park. And I was at Tracy's last weekend, and I noticed it was closed. Really? I know. Can you imagine even Denny's closing? That's crazy. Right? I mean, you talk. And I think I'm Denny's biggest supporter. And I never ate Denny's until I met you. And you love the pancakes. I love the pancakes. I like the pancakes at Perkins if there's even one around. I don't even know if there's a Perkins around. What the hell's a Perkins? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But you never told, what what was the reason why everybody walked out? You just told us you got a free meal. We never found out the reason, but it had to be some kind of I was like waiting for the hook. I was was hooked. I was waiting for the answer. Wait, I got to tell you. I never went back. Look up. (laughs) Slick. If you guys have a camera open on camera three, you got to open up where Slick's sitting. Because Slick has taken over the set. For his lunch table. <laughs> oh, there he is. What the hell are you eating? <laughs> lasagna. Lasagna. From this pretty. Miss Pretty saying you lasagna. Really? Oh. Technical difficulties. <laughs> Miss Pretty saved me one. You like you know you're like in that family already. Are you married? I think so. I can't marry the daughter. That's too quick. I'm too young. I gotta, I gotta see the world, you know. Sunny stuff is right here at the bodega, right here in the corner, and, and the food there is outrageous, marvelous, really and marvelous. And you get a for like six bucks, you get a sandwich, you feed the family a tent. Awesome. So he goes there every day now. So he likes the daughter, and she's probably watching. She don't know this. He likes the daughter, nice. and she's watching. And so the mother saves him food. I think the mother likes him. So uh, he has ta- he's taking over the whole table and he's having his lunch. So that's like, what's it called? A break room? That's Slick's <clears> break room <throat> over there. You're good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> he's good. He's good, good. good to go. What, are you talking into the lasagna? No, I'm talking into the it mic because I don't want to pick it up. And I think Tara's having a hard time signing in, but I definitely want to talk about these books mm-hmm. because I think they're really timely and I don't want to miss the opportunity to get this information out. Billy and the Brilliant Bubble was a creation of a mom. She's got two little girls and she thought, how is she going to teach her girls about a pandemic and how not to touch and not to hug? Little kids in preschool, all, they want to hug and touch. And, and what do you do? So she came up with this a million concept talk about social distancing, a simple way to explain to her daughters, Alexandria and Addison. How old are her kids? They look really young. They look like they're like five and three years old on the pictures that she sent. And it talks about, imagine yourself in a bubble and you don't want, talk about the bubble, no pun intended, Vinny. You don't want to pop or burst the bubble. Everyone stays in the bubble, not like Freddie's bubble, right? You stay in your social distancing bubble and people cannot come in your bubble. And this has taken off. She has been on all the talk shows all over the United States, from New York, Regis and Kelly, NBC, CBS. You're kidding me, really? She has taken off with this book, so much so that she has it translated into Spanish. Wow. So, and she wants to put this on her kids' television network. I would love that. Billy and the Brilliant Bubble, Social Distancing for Children by Tara Travieso. And then the second book, Billy Goes Back to School, of course, with a mask. It's the second book of the Billy series. It teaches young children social distancing in a fun, lighthearted way after the great success, how to go back to school without negativity or fear. And look at this. It even talks about how they learn virtually. That's awesome. 
virtual she, school. When did she write this book? I mean, this book she must have written like overnight. Well, this one, you know, came out in the middle yeah. of the pandemic. Yeah. And then this one too. I couldn't believe she had a new one. Not only That's that that fast. one came out in Spanish, that this one came out. It talks about going to school. And you see, and the kids, they have them in their bubbles. And it, they sit far away from each other in their bubbles and it's at school. It's amazing because here you have an author who's been on every talk show in the country. And she pivot to what's going on right now. So there is always a way to find something that works for you, and this works for her. And her was that her dad that dropped it off? That was her dad that dropped it off, and he actually had been on our show, and he reached out to me a couple months ago when the first one came out, and we were so grateful. But this is how they do everything virtually. You go on virtual field trips. It's everything that our kids are going through in school. talks about in the book. And it just becomes a normalizing experience, and that it goes back to our kids again, Freddie, that we keep talking about. That if we can teach our kids that this is normal now, then they accept it. If you teach it to them in fear and in negativity, then that's what your kids are going to feel about it. You know, it's really funny because I found out today, in order to go to kindergarten in Boca Raton, Florida, you, you have gotta, to be gifted. No, you kidding. Got, you <laughs> got to have a, You got to pass some kind of test. <laughs> Now, I don't even want to continue that conversation because that usually means you get sent out. You know, in the old days, they send you to PS 104 instead of school. How the hell does that even work? There's a ranking system. Like, I know the ranking system. A ranking system. It's bad, but there's a For kindergarten. Yeah. Well, I can't get to kindergarten, but I know there's ranking Can't get her? For all grades? Yeah, for all grades. Yeah, for all grades. So okay. if you said they Try it with the system from your phone. Is it working? You ever remember taking Maybe the test in the day to go into any school? Kindergarten? I don't remember taking the test to go to kindergarten. I remember saying sign you up. You go half day. Schools have underlying pressure systems. Wow. Only in Florida. Only in Boca. Yeah. John, can I ask you a question about sure. the book? Absolutely. So for that book set for reading, is there an age, like for three and up, for five and up, for seven and up, or I think eight this, and up? Her kids are little, so I would say it even goes down to preschool. So I imagine a parent will read the book to the kid, but is there, but you know how they have, they level it up for ages for them to be reading it. I'm just curious for the kid to read themselves. For the I kid to read book. themselves, I would say probably in the early elementary school because there's quite a, it sounds silly. There's quite a few words. It's not like a path the bunny, it, but it goes into a whole description that parents can read this to you. My teacher told us that we're going on virtual field trips. What does that mean, Madison? Brendan asked. It means that we can visit places through our computer. We can take tours of famous art museums and see inside historic places all around the world. And then she says, I'd love to travel. That sounds incredible. So it's quite intricate in the reading. So it would definitely be, if you're going to have your child read it, they definitely would be probably mid-elementary school to read this, first, second grade, or definitely the parents to read it to them. And it's a great conversation starter. It is. And it's a, we have a, a kids' television network that airs on Saturdays. And a lot of the parents are, how do you explain what's going on you know, to young, younger kids? How do you explain that you can't go hugging one another? I mean, you're asking children to be, not to be children. And it's really right. difficult. So that's why these books have become renowned, and she's on the top sellers because of it. Okay. Um, and it happens simply because we don't have an explanation. You know, here you are, and you don't want to teach your kids that hugging isn't, isn't normal, because it is. Uh, it, 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 now I know why she's done well, 
you know, and she explains it and she does the best she can uh, with the animation and everything else. It's fantastic. That's amazing. And we're having a hard time getting her connected, so we'll definitely have it rescheduled, but I didn't want to miss the opportunity. She even shows you how you walk by grandma and grandpa and you wave in the window because that too becomes normal. And it's just how we explain any information to our kids. And kids are resilient and kids learn. And we always say kids are not born to hate. They are not born to pass judgment. Those are all learned behaviors. So if we teach our kids with love and compassion and to be kind to each other and respect everybody else, it all begins in preschool or even younger. And this is what they will go forward in life with and respecting each other's bubbles in English and Spanish, going back to school, understanding why grandma and grandpa have to stay distant it's just how we share the information. As you always say, it's all about delivery. It, everything's about delivery. And people are gonna pay attention to you if your delivery is good. If it isn't, a lot of people are gonna walk away. But what I'm amazed more than anything else about these books is that did she create the books because of what's going on? Or did she create the books as a thought beforehand to explain to people and children how to act? The first one, Billy and the Brilliant Bubble, came out because how was she going to explain to her kids that when they walked on the sidewalk, they couldn't even go play with the neighbors? When you so took the kids the out in the neighborhood, when they went to walk the dog, how could you not go pet the neighbor's dog? So she needed a way to explain to her two, three-year-old, what do I do? So you stay in your bubble. And it became a game. You have to stay in your bubble to stay safe and keep everybody healthy. And someone said to her, you should make that in a book. I'm going to call and my grandkids did. today because they're in that two-year age as well. I want to ask Freddie how he's handling that situation. That's very interesting. You know, I'm a grandparent, <coughs> and I don't think about it because I can't see the kids. I don't want to, you know, I don't want that whole thing. I just feel guilty if I ever got those, and one of them was a newborn, if they ever got sick. But it's a good question. I want to. And Gio, the Mr. Liberal Mind. Well, he's in daycare, so that's different. I don't even understand it, but okay. Because parents have to work they and have kids to have to go to daycare, and that's a whole other situation. But it goes back to the beginning. It's why kids are. What we do with our kids is so imperative. Why we have our kids' television network. It's about inclusion, and kids learn from kids. And you know, if your kid is modeling the right behavior, then the next kid will go home and say, you know what? Billy knows about her bubble, Billy, does, Billy washes her hands. All the things that you need to learn is what you learn in these books. Kind of cool. You can take them. So Tara, we will definitely reschedule. You can find these books on Amazon. Billy and the Brilliant Bubble, Social Distancing for Children by Tara Travieso. And Billy Goes Back to School, book two. It is also available in Spanish, the first one. And she sent the woman that translated the book. So she took your advice when you talked to her about Fuego and putting it in Spanish, and she did that as well. Cross cultures. Again, and I, I applaud that. Very nice. Because among the Hispanic community, we don't have anything like this. We have nothing like this. Isn't that interesting? I wonder why. Well, that's a long story. But we, really? But think about it. You know, we have Goya. Everything Goya sells. You can put your shoe in Goya and I can sell it, mm -hmm. right? Because they trust the brand. And that's a Spaniard company. And when it comes to things like this, we don't have a market that explains it. And, you know, I, you know that's a, it just brings up a whole different conversation. But think about how many books and how many authors have come forward by moms. And I only know moms because I don't know that the dads who have written books have not come forward. But all of these moms that have started writing their books, the one, other one, the Lauren 
Venna's book. My well, mom's the best mom. She hit number one on Amazon bestseller before the book has even come out. It hasn't even come out yet. She's so, number one on bestsellers pre-order. You know, this has definitely been a time for people to go inward. And those who have been home with their kids, they've taken full advantage of the opportunities to get closer with their kids, to bond with them, to have more family time, and to spread the messages. Because as, re as parents, it's our responsibility to teach our children not the teachers. Yeah. And this is the one thing, another positive thing. There has been positive things that have come out of this when we stay home with them. You may be stressed and you may look like Lauren does on the front of her book with hair out to here, but we get to spend more time with our kids. Challenges are created, you know, the housing market and your kids are gonna wanna buy a house and different situations come up. Reading, schooling, the whole night. And it's interesting because you have as much to say about a kid's education. Well, your daughter's in school, right? She's middle school or elementary no, school? she's 19. She's, she graduated high school um, from college. Oh, she's not 11 anymore? No. <laughs> but you have as much... I, wish, you, I thought she was still 11. No, no, no. You have as much to say about getting in the right schools, picking the right schools and everything else and anybody else. And the funny thing is here, if I'm new to this, the, the state, I got to rely on you. I don't know the difference between... It looks good and it is good. Right. Some right? houses in certain areas could look could be nice, but the school district may not be that great. And that's the, that's the bottom line. You, again, it, it's it's vital. The information that you're going to provide is vital. School districts, religious yeah. ceremonies, and even the churches, bodega. temples, everything. Yeah. You know, there is a new um, liquor store, Boca Liquor, and it's over on Yamato. Yamato. And, and as they, a matter of yes, fact, we're working on we're that. We're working on that, but it's for females. What do you mean? It's ah. a women-owned liquor store, and, and so women can for. feel safe going to the liquor store and not you ever feel send like your, creeped out. Your girlfriend or your wife to a liquor store at five o'clock on a Friday. Mm. If we did it at nine o'clock at night, would you send your wife or your girlfriend? Oh, why don't you go get a bottle of wine at the liquor store or the gas station? Send it to Publix, maybe, but and even that, you're gonna say, "Let me take you." Yep. But this liquor store is made, they deliver, but it's made for women. And it's owned by women. And it's women's, and I, when I first thought about this, in the day we used to hang out in front of the liquor store. Do you know, and you don't even know this, that the event we're having here next Friday, I got the invite this morning. It's, it's closed. What do you mean it's closed? They had such a massive response for the event we're having here for Femme City. It is cocktail making through Femme City Boca del Rey and sold Ant Media out. Productions. Not close, she means sold out. It's sold out. It's I, closed. It's so Don't sold out. It's closed. It's so sold out that they asked me if I was going to partake in the cocktails or could they bring in an well, extra I person. You would. And I said, no, please, I will forgive, forgo my spot on learning how to make the cocktails and bring in that extra person who signed they up. They should do a second, a third, and a fourth. So we'll do another. Is that unbelievable? No, I got she that text. sells out. I got, it, I got the invite this morning. Now, and by what 10 I would, like, it what was I would like to do, now that I have you gentlemen here and Steve, I would like to do male city. Male no females. Not male city. city, male city. <laughs> you see, only you would think of that. Yeah. But I want to do male city where we get to elaborate and communicate among the boys about what we're going to do as well. You know, everything is about females, and I respect that as well. But sure. I think we should see if guys will come on. They got th over 300 women in this organization, and uh, but it's all for women. Right. So Freddie's never been to one of them. I got dressed in the dress one day. I put on a wig. I didn't get in. Couldn't get couldn't get past the front door. Could not. They locked me down. But was it because you made an ugly? You were an ugly woman. 
No, it's uh, we wouldn't want to use that word, but definitely no, you know not an I mean. attractive woman. I was he does an attractive, not make the most attractive woman. Attractive. They were all jealous. He was, he was too attractive. Women, were, you know, women are very jealous creatures. <laughs> and I came in looking gorgeous. And they were like, oh, no, you ain't part of us. You got to go. <laughs> but that event is actually already sold out for Fem City Boca Del Rey, so we will definitely have to do we another. We can't even announce it then. Is that amazing? It's ridiculous. It's, it took one week to sell out. A day. A couple. It actually took two hours. It got released this morning at, when I saw it at 6 a.m. I got a text when we got off podcast at 10 that it was, it was sold out. It goes to show you. Well, you know, people want to get out. They want to do. They wanna oh, that's do. awesome. It, but it is awesome. And the nice thing, I would like her. I got to talk to her. Because there's a lot of businesses that want to And it's an intimate in event. Thing. It's not a big event because we're keeping it safe and confined and intimate. So that's why it sold out so quickly. We need, we need a bigger place. We'll do it again. But let's go to commercial break. When we come back, hopefully Steve Gubb from Gubba Rum Tower. We will definitely reschedule. She had a hard time logging in on Is her phone and computer. She's in Jacksonville. Oh, okay. Well, and we've got Kenny Love from Florida Love Show. So stay tuned and we will be right back. Hi friends, it's Bree and Allie from Kids and Capes. Tune in Saturday mornings on the Brooklyn Cafe Kids Television Network at 10 o'clock, where we share fun and ideas. And remember, peace, love, and kindness. Healing Moments Wellness Boutique specializes in integrating scientific and ancient therapies to relieve physical, emotional, and psychological distress. Through the power of touch, coaching and meditation clients experience pain relief relaxation healing and detoxification contact healing moments wellness boutique at 561-931-2187 and experience boca raton's healing haven enjoy the benefits of an individualized treatment plan to help find your feelings of peace complete balance and wellness call healing moments today 561 931 2187 and be rejuvenated. Even though some things are far away, we plan for them ahead of time because they're important. When it comes to your celebration of life, it's really no different. You want to plan ahead now so your family doesn't have to later and create a service that reflects your values, character, and traditions, no matter what they may be. At Dignity Memorial, we listen to every detail and make sure everyone is remembered. company that was founded by Abby Awotesu. 
At Dear Abby, we believe in empowering single women to unapologetically own their identities and grow in self-love. We know that in order for you to find true, meaningful, lasting love, you must first love and fully embrace yourself, flaws and all. Contact us today at askdearabby.com for your personalized coaching session that will get you on the path to ultimately finding your soulmate. And follow Dear Abby on social media at Ask Dear Abby on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Admirers, connoisseurs, and enthusiasts of the art world, witness a visual spectacle like no other. Come visit the Gallery at the Theater, one of South Florida's best-kept secrets. Located in the heart of Boca Raton, the gallery features a diverse catalog of sculptures and paintings by world-renowned artists. But that's not all. All of the art is showcased in a live studio setting, home to South Florida's very own Brooklyn Cafe show, starring Dawn and Freddie S. And to top it all off, our collection includes signed memorabilia from some of the world's most iconic names in sports and entertainment history. So come on over, enjoy a cup of coffee, and experience the magic of the gallery at the theater. Located at 2400 Northwest Boca Raton Boulevard in Suite 13. Or give us a call at 888 888- Nine nine four four nine nine five. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in to your systems are offline. is now the ultimate power in the universe. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. I think the guy got the virus and died. <laughs> <laughs> we had one guy clap. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Brooklyn Cafe. I had a lot of fun with the guys in New York. I know you did. Do you feel it's like you're home good. with them? I always feel home. Michael Pitty. Pity party? It's really fun. The it's P-I-T-T-I. Pity and the Steve-O from New York. The testosterone club? You need a technical difficulties, Mike. Technical Please slip. I'm sorry. I didn't hear, <laughs> I didn't hear, a, wor- I didn't hear a word you said. <laughs> Here, Mushball. Mushball. Holy smokes. Ken, I, I have to tell I you. I have to tell you. I have never gotten a rose from a man. Do you know the roses that you brought last week are still magnificent? I'm sure. They're unbelievable. Sure, And there you have it. I love them. This is from Kenny Love. We'll put this in our, our magical wand vase. I feel like the magic just grows. Kenny spreads love. We spread magic. 
Well, one of the one of the most up and coming fastest show that, that we produce. One of the fastest things that are going on is the Kenny Love Show. And like anything else, when you become successful at what you do, new challenges approach, new things approach. I think that the political elections, the presidential elections, is creating a big disturbance because more and more people are watching the shows, more and more people want to get involved, more and more and more and more. And what begins to happen is that you become more of a threat. They're like, whoa, wait a minute. Where's all this love stuff coming from? Listen up. Where? It's why. Why would anyone want to spread love? What do you want? I remember when I first moved to Texas and I had my daughter and at that point I was a stay-at-home mom and I was raising her and I would go to the grocery store and the people in the produce department would say, hi, and how's Chelsea today? And I'd look. They never asked for first, last, and security. We lived in Dallas. This is 29 years ago. Never anything. And they were so nice. And coming from here, I'd go home and Chuck would say, did you sure no one followed you home? I said, no one followed me home. He says, why is everyone being so nice? Why do they ask how you are? And unfortunately, that becomes the mentality because we become so conditioned with and guarded all the time living in South Florida that when you go someplace else in Texas, the nicest, kindest people, truly always on offer of extension. And so Ken, what you are doing with the Florida Love Show, I think sometimes people think, why is this man doing that? What's the angle? What's the angle? What does he want? And truly, you only want to spread love. You won't have an ulterior motive. And that, I think, is the hard. It's so sad. It's like this double-edged sword. It's so great and so amazing, but yet people question it. And you think, but why? Why do we do this, right? Because we'd rather deal with politics and craziness than love. And this is what you do. I think we've got Steve Gubb on the line also. So bring him over and we'll just have a big party. Mia's waiting also. Costa Mia. Yeah, so I want nothing. Um, so for me, spreading love is priceless. I want a priceless life. I want freedom. Love is freedom. Love is freedom. And um, yeah, I go out and I just give it all away. And I call it love karma. Just loving people, love comes back. I always tell people if they want to have a great life, just go out and love people just because. Don't expect anything anything in return. Just love people because that's another human being that's the same as me. We're all the same. We all have eyes. We all have skin. I mean, today I was just at Publix, and the woman who made up those beautiful bouquets of roses that I always bring on the show, her name was Aura. No accident. I love that name, Aura beautiful woman inside and out she's making up these incredible rose bouquets and in the vases and everything and I said I love you and she said I love you too and she helped me with all the roses to the car and I gave her she goes are you going to give me a rose I said no I'm going to give you jewelry and I gave her jewelry I gave her earrings and I gave her a bracelet and I put it on her and she said where did you come from and I said nowhere I'm just here to love everybody and we took a picture together and she said you 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 changed my life today you changed my day she said how do you know I love earrings I said I didn't know I said I love love because love is priceless like when I say I love you to you Dawn I say I love you to you Freddie life is short like I only have a moment 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 and then I'm gonna pass so I could pass any time I mean life is really short and for me love is everything so I always say if people if they want to have a great life go out and give out roses to people 
and you will have a great life. I mean, it's so, it, love is simple. I always say love is simple. People are like, it's not simple. I go, it's simple. Just go out and say I love you. I say I love you to everybody. And Aura and I now are friends, and I have a new person in my life who makes incredible roses, like displays of roses, and who she is is love. See, I'm speaking to the child in her. We're all, we're all love underneath it all. And the perfect example was last week when we had the Down syndrome, the kids from Lexi. Sensibility Candles. Oh my gosh. See, they are pure love. There's nothing there. And how come? Because they don't have language the way we do. Once we have language, that creates judgment. It creates labeling. So little kids, they just hug and love because they don't have language to judge and label. So if we could get to our, the kid in each of us, the love kid, and give up the judgment, give up the language, the labeling. Like to me, I don't look at people with labels. I mean, it's not that it doesn't come into my head. I just, I give it up. I just go, okay, there is no black, white. There's just human being. And once I have that, I can love everybody. So that's what kids do. I mean, kids are our future. So to me, love the kids. And, you know, another thing I would say is parents. I owe my parents my life. I mean, I love my, my parents more than anything in the whole world. I, they gave me life. So I owe them my life. I tell my mom all the time, you're perfect. I owe you my life. And to me, it, also I say to people, you want a great life, love your parents. There are so many people who have issues with their parents. Love your parents. Love them. They gave you life. I mean, they gave me life. I love my parents more than anything in the whole world. So I always say, have a great life. Love, love, love our parents. So, um, and it does. It all starts with our kids. Because as we said before, kids are born to love. And as much as you love your children and you love your grandchildren on a whole different level than you even love your kids, they are not born with hate. They are not born with judgment. It is all these behaviors. And if we can start young and teach them and keep those messages of love and hope and no judgment. Our friends from Sensibility, they call every day. Every day. And we are starting a show with them on Monday. They're going to be creating their own show to bring awareness to what they do. And Lexi, that kid, I'm telling you, she gets me every time because she is so pure in her heart. She, you know, she won homecoming queen when she was in high school. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't out of, no pun intended, Michael Pitty. It was because that's what a tremendous young woman she is. And they're incredible. And Jessica, I love you, Fred. That is all she knows is love. Think about that, right? Well, it, it's, you know, can nobody, when, when you don't see something coming, you sort of, you stand back. So. You get bad things in life. You get hurricanes, earthquakes, you get fires, you get a pandemic, you get hate and brutality. You get all sorts of the negative. And you sort of sit there and you go, that's because this is the way we are. You see, what you do, nobody expected. So I, want, I never told you this story. Last Sunday, I went to Burger King with Linda. And I was in the passenger side with a mask, and we were going through the checkout. And Kenny came to my head, and I said, you know, I'm going to try this. So when the lady gave us the food, I said, hey, I love you. And she went, what? I said, I just want to say I love you and thank you for serving the food. She gave me a free soda or, or something. She gave us something free. I think it was food. And she said to me, she says, you know something? He just made my day. So when they don't see you coming, all of a sudden, it changes the aspect of what you're doing. All of a sudden, everything changes. 
And people now are asking me about you because they know who you are. They see your face. They see you on the news and everything else. Same thing with the lady with the books. It changes the perspective of what you're doing and your delivery. So now people are asking me questions about Kenny Love. Before they thought it was just, ah, it's just a sidekick. He'll get tired and he'll stop doing it. You've made it bigger. From what I hear, you're buying even more flowers. Yeah, I bought uh, hundreds of flowers for uh, foster moms at a luncheon last Saturday. Gave out hundreds of flowers. I'm giving out hundreds of roses at a church this Sunday, um, uh, Victory Church in Riviera Beach. And so all the, um, all the worshipers are going to have roses. I mean, that's going to be amazing. That is amazing. And I'm actually creating a day of love on November 14th. Saturday from noon to four where we're just gonna love everybody and give out roses and um, So that's very exciting people all we all want to love and be loved because underneath it all who we are is love Can I so tell you how special that day is? That's my son's birthday. Oh my god. That's my father's birthday. Oh my god. And it's Freddie's father's oh birthday. Oh my god That's your father's birthday too? Apples. You all have to come. Thank you, Israel. Never come and bring them. That's that's crazy. Perfect. Is that that's incredible? Love karma. That's crazy. I know. Israel brought his apples. Oh my God! That's Israel, gracias. Get on drago. Did you? And you didn't even know that. See, this is what love does. It spreads. It's now I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna we give got Steve Dub on the line. I'm gonna give. Yeah, that's okay. I love him too. We love you, Steve. I, I, hey, Steve, stop making so much noise. And I love you. Stop making so much noise. Hey, now I'm going to show you that gentleman just and he, I didn't know we got to give like him a piece of cake yes we'll take him a piece of cake that gentleman is Israel he's here he watches he works here he works over there he just brought us a bag of apples this guy's always bringing something so the other day Dawn gave him the avocado aside for the watermelon and it was non-GMO because it fell off a tree in my backyard so it definitely was a real that size avocado so now he is beside himself he brings stuff he'll bring coquito he'll bring apples and again about what you're talking about it's that other frequency and it's contagious and you know he always watches out for me when you're not here and he sees my car and if I open up the door he always knocks to make sure I'm okay because he knows I'm here sometimes by myself and it's so nice that he's always watching out. I can't believe that's your dad's birthday too, Mia. I know. A lot. So let's play a little quad. Steve, look who we got on the bar because today is Slick's birthday. Hey, happy birthday. Uh, I, I can think of no better bartender to be birthday. celebrating Slick's birthday than uh, Mia. Welcome back. Oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> and it's true, Steve. We were Did he doing, put up a quad? We were doing a, uh, a Gubber everything today. And I had my friends, my New Yorker friends, which I want you to meet. Um, I should have had Steve on earlier, but he was probably doing something. But I want you to meet Steve-O and these guys. These guys, they're the funniest people you've ever met. And also, they love, love, love Gubba. They love it. And they know lots of places that want to carry this thing. Now that we're moving into phase three, Steve, we're getting more people asking about the product because they, they taste it, and it's like, I mean, we did it yesterday also, and everybody loves it. So I think you're going to have, I promised you in March, we were going to have a winner. And now they're opening up to phase three. We're going to push it out like you've never seen before. Because people actually can buy it, they can taste it, and they can have some good times with this. And Steve, next week events with Fem City is sold out. How many people are you expecting? 
Seven. Wow, fantastic. Congratulations. It is sold out in an hour. <laughs> seven people? No, 20 people. No, we cla- we, they capped it. At seven? They capped it at they seven. Could've, they could have done 100. It capped in an hour. You know why? Because they want to make sure everyone is six feet apart. They're doing, as a global organization, they want to make sure that everyone is safe and they have, they're bringing in tables and they want to make sure everyone is, so Teddy's going to be here and everything's going to go that way. So they each have their own table. Now, I got a question. The NFL just got permission to bring in half a stadium. So that's roughly 30000 Yeah, Femme City won't do that. I understand that. But this is my question. I want to do something at Meisner Park that holds 12000 Right? Can I bring something in that does 3000 2000 And are we going to be able to do that next year? Because I'm going to tell you. You'll have to... I want to put Gubba out there. I want to do something with the music. We have v- Lars Viva in here. I got all night they were texting me. But there's a lot to do because October is also Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So one of the drinks we're making next week is going to be a Femme City Teeny. And it's going to be pink because it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So we're going to bring Gubba into the women's realm of breast cancer and for men into the realm of pink for October. So we'll let you know how that goes. One- one thing you might consider is just doing a, a sea breeze cocktail with the silver rum. It's delicious. Perfect. And call it whatever you want. So that's perfect. And that's what we're going to do something along those lines because we need to bring awareness and always do what we need to do to be socially. And right, what correct. better way to celebrate it than to have government? Right. And I tell you, we've been all week, we've brought people in here and we spread them out and everything else. And I give out the little shot glasses. And everybody loves it. They go, wow, this is pretty. Nobody believes that rum can taste this way. They want to know if we put something in the bottle, did we have food coloring, none of that. And, you- and it's, it's easy now because you've got Boca Liquors right, right up the street. And you can always have, send them right up the street to buy a bottle. It's great. Did now- you get in contact with them? They, yeah, we've, uh, we've sold them a case. I think it's being delivered today. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, split case. They're they're very nice people, uh, and uh, they do tastings at the end of every month. I'm hoping that by the end of this month, I can get uh, get a flight and get back to Florida and uh, see you folks again. Do a tasting at their store. Participate with uh, Jeff's group, Jeff Greenberg, uh, and uh, do everything on one weekend. It'll be a lot of fun. But I got to ask you, Steve, how come they got their split case and we haven't gotten ours? We got split case. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> we ran out. We're you, still waiting you, for the silver. Got, I need it by well, next how week. You, how do you think she got it? She took ours? Yeah. She, oh. <laughs> well, all we, all, we'll talk after the show. We'll, <laughs> is that true? I, I, all we got to do is work out either a pickup or del- a delivery. You'll be, okay. you'll be rocking and rolling. It'll be so fine. they'll pick it up for us. You know, it's funny because okay. I was going to ask you whether or not they were selling because I wanted to go there this weekend. It's going to be raining all weekend. Really? Yes. Yes. I just saw the weather report, the weather forecast for uh, South Florida for the weekend. Ridiculous. Doesn't look pretty. It don't, and it's going to be very wet. So I was talking about doing some movies, having some gubba. Now that Boca, I'm going to go have some fun down there. They are 10 minutes yeah, from Boca. my house. Oh, that's great. Have that's you ever great. had gubba rum? Do you no. drink? No. Do you drink? Do you drink? I do, yeah. All right, Mia. Water. Let's do the no, taste no, test. I'm not going to drink now. Okay. You can have show. a little taste. No, I'm not going to drink now. 
right after the show, we'll give you a little bit. Do you drink at all? A little bit. Would you like ever try gubba rum? Oh, you got to try. Right. He's going to be selling. You got to try everything. Yes, yeah, so you need to get in, in touch with everything we do. So it's fan participation. So to sell gubba rum, you need to partake and drink gubba rum. So what we're going to see, what I want to do is I got musicians now. Laura Vivas, who was on The Voice in the finals, was here yesterday. And I want to do, I want to move the stage out to the edge here. And I want to put chairs in the parking lot. And I want to have the Gubba Rum Symphony or Gubba Rum Concert, Concert in the Park type of deal. And she loved the idea, and, and um, Alan loved the idea, and I says, can you fill 50 people? I think we got 50 chairs, no? And he looked at me, he says, and you can't eat, I can do more than that. And I says, no, no, let's keep it small. So that's on the horizon. And Freddie, you know, I have uh, a, a gentleman I consider a friend down in Miami who is a fantastic jazz musician. Maybe we can include him if you'd like. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm Italian. I was trying to get our friend who plays the jazz and she sings. What's her name? With the black hair. She was here. She came here once. Jesse? Not Jesse. Carmen? Not Carmen. He plays the... Oh, he? He plays the sax. Oh, the Danielle husband. and yes. Jason. Yes. I was trying to get them as well. Here you go. You know, the one that was here and she's got dark hair. Meanwhile, she's, he's talking husband. about her husband. So husband that kind of summed that right up. <laughs> you see, next time give me a rose with the thorns on it so I can use it. Thank you. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know what they say. No, these are beautiful. That's Steve, where else can people get gubba rum? Yep. Uh, well, luckily now we've got a couple of more stores all of a sudden. Fantastic. We're up at, Bla up at Black Tie Liquors on Jog Road in Lake Worth. We're at Boca Liquors, um, and they are, I forget what, what, what their address is, a shame on me. Um, but, but just Google Boca Liquors, uh, they're carrying it. We, we are at uh, Ocean's Liquors in Fort Lauderdale, a couple of stores, one at a1A and Sunrise Boulevard, and their other store at uh, on Las Olas at A1A. Uh, Primo's Liquors on Sterling Road in, uh, uh, as I want to say, in uh, Dania, but I may be wrong about that. But it's uh, right next to the Seminole Casino. Uh, and we're in a number of stores in Miami where, in fact, this afternoon we're back in action. We're doing tastings in Florida. If you're if you've got an audience up in Gainesville, Fred, Freddie, and Don, uh, we're going to be doing a tasting four to seven today at Spring Hill Liquors in Gainesville, Florida, uh, for the first time in oh I don't know seven or eight months, and we're very excited about doing that. Uh, we'll be doing another one towards the end of the month at the same store. It's owned by a gentleman named Jiggs Patel. He's a great guy. Um, and we hope uh, that your viewers up in the Gainesville area will head over to Spring Hill Liquors and uh, grab a bottle of Gubba Rum. We'd love it. We spoke, I spoke to Mike from Crazy Uncle Mike's, and he tasted it. I got to put you in touch with him so you can work in magic as well. He, he likes yeah, it. fantastic. He, he likes it as well. And there's a few restaurants now that are etching back. Again, it's coming back slowly, um, but they're excited about the opportunities and the challenges and the different venues, you know, you got to change the venue. You can't assume that people are going to come to you. Right now, people are having a hard time just getting out of their houses. So you got to sort of say it's okay. Do things. Go to restaurants. Always wear the mask. Wash your hands. And be safe. 
You know, it's funny. When you first start, we started working with you, Steve, and I always know Freddie's a little crazy and a little off. And he says, we're going to start working with Gubba Rum. And I went, really? How are we going to promote a rum company in the middle of a pandemic? But I let Freddie do what Freddie does. And I have to thank you, Steve, and you, because, Steve, you have stuck with us. And what we do is we're a production house and we are a show. But we do not close deals for people. And I think that's the misnomer. We will introduce you to every single person we can. And, Kenny, and spread love. You know we do. But then we leave it in your hands to work your magic. And you have followed up with every single lead, with everyone we've brought forward. And you've been able to enhance the presence of Gubba Rum all over the South Florida area. And it's truly how a team works. Well, I appreciate that very much, Don. Uh, all I ever ask for, from anybody when in the course of conversation is getting a chance to talk to somebody. If I can talk to them uh, and I cannot close a deal, then, well, that's my fault. And I've got, and that would be a shortcoming that I have to correct. Usually, I'm, uh, I'm able to close the deals if people are willing to uh, buy the product and get behind it uh, because nothing, uh, especially the last six months, seven months, nothing promotes itself and it's been very difficult to promote. But now we're back at it. Um, uh, we work with different people who do tastings for us in South Florida, in uh, the Cocoa Beach, Melbourne area, in the Gainesville area. Uh, I've got, believe it or not, we've actually got tastings coming up uh, in New Orleans uh, towards the end of this month. Um, I'm very excited about that. And I want to remind everybody again, uh, somebody's out of state watching your show, and I hope there's a million of them. <laughs> they can buy Gubba Rum online in any, in any state that uh, it's legal to ship to by going to oceansliquor.com, oceansliquor.com, and they can, they'll, they're great about filling their orders quickly uh, so that people can enjoy Gubba Rum ASAP. Well, I didn't even know that. Any state that you can ship it to. So can I, can I ask Steve a question? Of course. So Steve Love. I call everybody Love. I'm yes. Love. So Hi, Kenny. I know nothing about Gubba Rum. So can you tell me, like, what you love about Gubba Rum and why Gubba Rum is so different from every other rum out there? I sure can. Thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> I appreciate it. That's what I wanted to do. Um, well, what's, what's special about Gubba Rum is there's three things, frankly. Uh, taste, quality, price. Uh, we have two rums, a silver and a gold. The silver is an infusion of real coconut. The gold is an infusion of real vanilla. No additives, flavorings, extracts of any kind. They're both made with certified organic ingredients. They are both 35% alcohol, 70 proof. They are, as Freddie will attest, wicked smooth. Oh, yeah. There's really nothing like these out there. I put up both the vanilla rum and the coconut rum will take on any challenger. In my opinion, these are the finest infused rums in the world. Um, uh, you, they're, they're typically available for 20 or $21 a bottle. Uh, so between the, the quality, the taste, and the price, we're as good as anybody on the market. So that's so I love that, to hear that from you. So like from the bottom of your heart, why did you start Gubba Rum? And how did you get the name Gubba? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Well, my, my standing joke, Ken, is that uh, somebody took away my medication one day and my wife agreed to get involved in this crazy deal. Um, we went to, we were in the Caribbean. We tried a rum product. We loved it. I went back. It was, was in a f February in 2011. I went back to the Caribbean to uh, try to make a deal with the people who made this product. I was able to make the deal, but I was never able to bring it to the United States. Somebody said, go make your own rum. Short story. We did. We found somebody who would work with us. And here we are today. Wow. And, and, and I will confess that in March of 2011, when I had to go back to the Caribbean to try to make the deal, I said, well, it's probably better to go to the Caribbean in March than to go to Alaska. So it made a lot of sense to me. Wow. <laughs> and how did the name Goba come, up, come, up, come about? My list, very, very simple. Um, my last name is Gub, G-U-B-B. <laughs> my name. My my Jimbo. nickname when I was a kid my nickname when I was a kid was Gubba, so my lawyer said we couldn't think of a name and we had one name and somebody didn't really care for it and decided to call lawyers on us, so my lawyer said just use your name and that was it because we got to get to market and that's what we did. I have to get to market. I still got to get to market, Don. Market. <laughs> I, re I remember the, the first day he came down. <laughs> I thought you were in nuts. The studio. I know you're nuts. You thought I was nuts. I thought he was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying all these rums, you know, he's trying all these. And I'm drinking and I'm saying, because I used to be a big rum drinker in the day, you know, because you had the Bacardi plant in Puerto Rico. You go there, you get a free drink and you buy a bottle for, the, you know, Bacardi in the day used to cost $6 a bottle. That's a lot of it's rum. Still, it's still pretty cheap. It is, but it isn't the same taste. So when I tasted Correct. this um, in the studio that day, I said to I said to Dawn, I says, you know, I always wanted to work with a rum company, always. Now he, you know, it just happens that all of a sudden pandemic comes and everything shuts down. But I had everybody. I have people in New York. I got people in Vegas that are waiting until it opens up again. Now that we have a way of getting it to them, it's going to go sideways on this thing because this this rum when you taste it <clears throat> you're gonna tell me why wow, i've never tasted anything like this in my life and it's rum it isn't a liqueur it isn't a, it's a rum so therein lies the difference all right steve thank you wow. for joining us hey. again <clears throat> i love you steve. thank you thank you. Right, you guys can leave that right there i love you man <laughs> thanks steve for sharing thank Great, great to meet you. Great to talk to you. Steve, have a wonderful weekend. Now you can get Gubba Rum right here in Boca Raton at Boca Liquors, also at Black Tie Liquors in Lake Worth. You can call Monty. Where's Monty? Where's Monty? At Ocean's Where? Liquor, Primo Liquor. <laughs> and you can always go to GubbaRum.com. Steve, have a wonderful weekend. Mia, thank you as always for Casa Mia. It's nice to have you back at the bar. She's in for her third tour at the Brooklyn Cafe show, so we have to love <laughs> we, you, Mia. we keep Thank it growing you. and going. Kenny Love, stay tuned. Florida Love Show coming I at 3 o'clock. We love you, Kenny. The roses are beautiful. Today, I know the Florida Love Show is talking to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, and yes. you've got the Mason Pace Band, and they're walking in now with their equipment. So your, your band is here. They're going to set that up. We've got the editor's desk coming to you at 2.30 today with Brenda Warren with a fantastic woman who actually started a publication, book publication company in the middle of a pandemic. And they are the ones that have brought Brenda forward and publishing her book. And It'll that book is off to the publisher. Yeah, it'll be good. So a lot going on, the Momentum Mindset Show coming <clears> up. <throat> and then 
We've got our live podcast done at 7 o'clock on WWNN. You can see it is Slick's birthday today. So happy birthday, happy Slick. Happy birthday, Slick. Have a great weekend, weekend everyone. Stay safe and stay dry. <laughs> 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 Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show is over, the Brooklyn Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the laughs from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring more good cheer next time. You can follow the Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at the Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. Well, see you next time. Just to rain.